Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. All right, today I wanted to talk about the 1099K, the new thing that has gone into effect as of 2022, which is not necessarily new. What the 1099K was before was that I believe um, you had to make over $20,000 for companies like PayPal, Venmo, Zeal to send you a 1099K. So what the difference is now, now the amount has gone down to $600. And there are a couple things that are really confusing. I try to watch a couple of CPA, tax attorney people's videos online. And what they keep trying to talk about is that this isn't new. You've you've always been forced to pay taxes on money you've made, which is true. So my concern isn't about whether you've mowed the lawn for 40 bucks and you're not reporting it. That's income. I feel like everyone gets that and if they're trying to break the rules or a waiter that's pocketing their cash tips and just reporting their um, credit card tips. Those are rules that are being broken. Sure. But what's confusing is if you were selling a personal item, say on Facebook Marketplace, and you're selling a couch that you bought for $3,000, but you're selling it for $600, are you going to get a 1099K from... Facebook Marketplace because you've sold something over $600 to one person. That's kind of what is confusing and what people don't really know. Um, I still can't fully figure this out yet. And I'm kind of deciding not to worry about it because my my decision is, is that I'm not going to use PayPal. I'm not going to use Zeal. I am not going to use, I never had Venmo. But I'm just not going to use any of those products until next year, until I, until the, until we all get like an answer of what's really happening. Because from what I'm understanding is if you make over $600 from, I think, a, a transaction from uh, a single person. So if the same person is giving you up to or over $600, you're going to get a 1099 from one of these companies. 1099K. So it's just a little bit confusing. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go old school. I'm going to get a book of checks from my bank account. And I'm not going to carry those around with me every day. But I think I am going to keep some checks, keep some checks with me. And if I need to give someone $40, I'm going to write them a check. If we're out to dinner, if we're at a birthday party, I'm going to bring a check with me or I'm going to bring cash to pay that bill instead of doing what a lot of people do, which is, oh, you pay the check. I'll Venmo Venmo you a hundred bucks for our portion and kind of just stay away from that moment that I might be sending a friend over $600 and then they get a 1099K from Zeal or PayPal or Venmo. Now, I I think this only gets triggered if it's 
the one account, one person say that has a, a Zeal account with sharing money with another person that has a Zeal account, it has to be over 600. But that's one of those confusing questions that you would have to ask a tax professional about. And it seems that not all the tax professionals are on the same page. So that's why it, it really, it worries me that this might be a problem in the future. I think the way to not be risky with it is just to not use them at all for personal reasons and only use them for business reasons. So if you are accepting payment for your services and a person wants to pay with PayPal, go ahead and do it. Obviously, that's the right thing to do. That's what we've always done is keep good records and you report your income. I don't think this is necessarily about having your own business and accepting payments that way. I think people that do that already know the drill. I think where it's coming into the weird zone is if you have rent, one person, say you have roommates and one person pays the rent from their account and then they collect the rent from the other roommates because typically when you're paying rent, the person that's collecting rent just wants one payment. They don't want to accept two or three or four checks from four different people that are paying rent. I think that's a situation that could get really dicey. I believe it's going to be your responsibility to prove to the IRS that you are not running a business. So I just feel like tax time next year, it's going to get really confusing if they really do crack down on a level of of collecting rent on if you if you have a college kid and you're paypaling them or zealing them or venmoing them a thousand bucks a month that college kid is over 18 for the most part you're not allowed to give somebody more than um, i think it's fifteen thousand dollars now i think the limit has been raised but you're really not allowed to give anyone over 18 more than um, $15,000 without them claiming the income. You can give anyone in the whole world a gift as long as it doesn't go over that 15000 mark. If it, if it does, then they have to claim that. Now, that gets into donations. And are, are you supposed to claim donations if you're not an official charity? I don't know all the answers, but you definitely need a tax professional. I think at this point, if you are giving an adult child money, if you are sharing high restaurant bills with your friends and you're collecting money from everyone and you're paying the one tab, those are like the two main ones that I just really get worried because I know it's really common. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like this could possibly be um, a bad situation tax time next year. So my my main thing is is at least my advice is talk to a tax professional, get maybe a couple tax professionals opinions. If you're just like determined to use PayPal, Zeal, and Venmo for personal use, if you are, if you don't have to use them, I feel like that's the route to go. So like I said, I'm gonna order some checks and just keep them put away. Um, if I need to, if I go out to dinner, I'm just going to go ahead and pack a check in my wallet. And if I need to 
share the tab that way or I'm going to bring cash with me wherever I go. So, which I kind of always already do. I try to keep money, cash in my wallet at all times for emergencies, whatever reason. If, um, you know, if, if I run into somebody and, you know, I they buy something and I'm like, oh, let me chip in 20 bucks for that. If there's just a lot of different situations, if I want to... Um, if, if I get sketched out, if I'm somewhere and I'm buying something, I get sketched out by like their credit card swiper or something. I will go ahead and pay cash. I just have many little systems that I use. You know, I have one bank account that I never put online. I have another bank account that I buy things online with and I don't keep very much money in that one just in case for hacking. I have all these little tricks that I do trying to be safer. No one can be safe 100% of the time, but order some checks. It's just my advice. Talk to a few tax professionals. Get this 1099K thing figured out in your mind so that you don't make a mistake because I feel like this might be a tricky situation. And I guess that's pretty much my video of the day. It was just on my mind and I wanted to share that. Just I'm trying to share it with everyone that I know uses those apps all the time because I feel like you know, using it for personal use might not be the best idea in 2022. Just wrangle it in, change some habits. And then by 2023 next year, I think we might all have a better idea of what the heck is going on with that. Anyways, um, that's the show for today. And thanks for listening. Bye.